Hi, I'm Melissa, and you are listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. Learn about archetypal somatics, a new modality for working deeply with symbol and soul through soma. You can find a lot of info about courses and coaching with me in the show notes of each episode. Find me at synchrosoma at gmail.com and at synchrosoma.com. Now let's dive in. Soon after this episode is released, I will be announcing the Heart Path course. And so I hope you can join me for that course. If you're already enrolled in Shadow Stocking 101, there's a huge discount. So please join me for the Heart Path. This is going to be such an amazing journey into our heart space and the places that we have thought were problematic in our life can be infused with heart medicine and we can bring new life to these places that we thought were kind of broken. So if you're thinking that a new way, a new path, that something's been missing, that you're ready for the next thing that meets the situations, dynamics, problems, issues in your life, it might be heart. So join me and check out that information. You can get it through the email newsletter coming out soon or just get in touch and I'll let you know. For today's episode, I thought I would talk about life just kind of in general and you know, different methods for having a good one. I've identified quite a few things that I think are important for life. And I've made my vocation and my life's work about it. And so I'm pretty lucky where I feel like the uh, things that I do and contribute in the world are, are really coming from um, deep in my soul And those of you who listen to these episodes, I just want to thank you for coming back again and again. Uh, If you're resonating with this work, that's, that's a big deal. It just, it is kind of rare to me to find people who are straddling all the realms and particularly wanting something deeper than the material thing, the consuming, the superficial. So I'm really glad you're here. I'm, I'm really want to welcome you. And I want to suggest that you make a practice. And I talk about this sometimes make a practice of responding to these episodes in your journal or in some way. Um, Hey, you might even want to write a post and talk about Um, some of the concepts you might want to do it publicly is what I'm saying. Um, uh, not necessarily to share my podcast or something, although I love it when people do that. I really appreciate that. Thank you. But you know, if you want to have a a voice in the world and communicate some of these concepts, um, that's great. I think that, that, you know, talking about things that are, that are so much more than how to improve ourselves, which frankly, to me is one of the most boring topics on the planet. Um, you know, if if you're, (laughs) if you're, if you're not like indulging in a ton of 
junk food or drugs and you're getting exercise and sleep and eating well and drinking water and getting some sunlight, you know, you're leading a pretty good life. Like, it's okay. You don't have to make your life about self-improvement and you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. If you want to get more conscious, if you want to get more liberated, that's awesome. But you're okay just the way you are. And I'm not trying to be glib or, you know, like um, push aside some real important issues that are going on for you. I'm just saying that you know, the the goal here is not to get better at being you. Um, what we want is to have liberation, moksha. We want to be unattached. We want to be devoting the fruits of our actions to something greater like the universe, the collective super soul. So, so you're fine just the way you are. If you want to make your life uh, liberated, non-attached, you know, be responding to it rather than just receiving it. That's the message that I'm getting at. So life, life is a daily practice and we want to be able to say, I did good up until now. If anything happens, I'm okay. If I have, if I shove off the planet anytime soon, I've done okay. And, and so that's why I'm just offering this as a resource. These these episodes, you know, you can, you can use one a day. You can use one every other day. You can go back. There's like 170 something of these episodes on here. So you can easily go and work back into them. Now, what about the rest of life? Okay. So I've talked about, I think in the waking dream episode or dream, maybe there's one about dreams in here. I talk about how you start, you know, you start the day with some inner connection. You know, if you go to bed with gratitude, you can wake up with some what what's happening in me right now. If you wake up in the middle of the night, you know, get grounded in sensation so that you're not just in your head thinking and waking yourself up. You know, maybe do a deep breath practice, a, d- a deep exhalation practice, I should say. So so the the day is kind of set up. And then instead of your day being about all the stuff you want in the future, oh, I want to be okay when I'm retired. Oh, I want to go on this vacation then. Oh, I want to get this thing or that thing. Start feeling into the quality of the day you're having right now. So this is like the, the life that's actually happening, not the life in my head of the future, but the life that's happening right now. What's going on in my life? So... That might be attending to mundane things, like you might spend a little time uh, on your work, your vocation. You might um, notice if you're overworking and start to scale back so that you can have a life, so that you can do things like cook. I just saw um, the the Blue Zones guy, what's his name? Is it Daniel Buner? I can't remember. On, uh, on the new app where we have conversations. Um, he said, what did he say? If you, if you want to, if you, if you say you don't have enough time to cook, look at your scrolling time, you know? So, so getting into handmade life for sure, uh, rather than being a consumer and buying things, making things. So you're making your food, number one, and you're cleaning. So cooking and cleaning, it's funny. Those things are, are thought of as, as, 
traditionally roles for women, it's basic stuff. And the traditional roles for women is funny too, because if you go back to like the Paleolithic period or any time before uh, we started agriculture, everybody was doing things. Everybody was running. Everybody was hunting. Everybody was gathering. Everybody was making fire. Like a woman of... (laughs) Woman of the Paleo period could run circles around the modern man. But um, so cooking, cleaning, life. Okay, we're talking about life. Um, What wants attention? Now, this is where we get into chi and feng shui and energy also is like feeling into your environment. What I've noticed is if you like the things you have and you have less things, Um, The less things you have, the more likely you are to have things of quality um, and things that you care about. And I probably have talked about this before, but at one point I had a fantasy that I would replace everything in my life with driftwood things that I made. Like have a driftwood, that's my plate. Have a piece of driftwood, that's the chair I sit on. I'm not doing that. And it was, it was sort of like a daydream, but But the idea for me was something that was totally sustainable. It was found, it would last pretty well, and it could end up in the fire at some point. And that to me feels like almost like the idea of a life, like a human life. We we come and we end up in the fire and then we go. And and that's kind of like the a, a beautiful way of being in the material world. So the way I'm in the material world is not as a consumer so much as a, an enjoyer. Somebody finding um, pleasure in the pastime of life, of being in life, of the, you know, a lot of the time where I'm sitting here either recording these or working with clients, I have a window where I... And so this is hours during the week, hours and hours and hours where I'm looking out a certain window and there's a redwood branch and there's bamboo and there's a couple other trees. There's like a, um, there's a a silver dollar eucalyptus or whatever you call it, a, a, a dollar eucalyptus with the roundish leaves, which is silvery and it's behind the bamboo. And then there's a couple other funny things like a butterfly bush and, um, and then there's plenty of birds and wildlife and and people who kind of bounce around on these branches. So that to me is probably the most significant thing that I never, this is the first time I've ever talked about this probably on this podcast and with anybody about this view being a huge part of my life. I uh, I can see the butterfly bush right now. It has its purple bloom on it, which doesn't stay for very long and doesn't happen for very long in the year. It's just a little bit of time that this butterfly bush gets its purple blooms. So I'm looking at that. So this to me is proving the quality of my life, that I have this view that I can look out and see these. Now I, now it's a, a, a drama what's going on out here too, because the branches are growing, things are changing, things are dropping, uh, the animals that come to play. So there's like this very mundane, natural drama that's constantly going on out this window. And I know I'm not, you know, bringing anything new here. This is a a room with a view is like, you know, the, the oldest, um, uh, artists or solo journey kind of idea. Um, but 
but I'm bringing it up because it's very simple. I feel very blessed. It's something that proves to me that I'm in really good standing with the universe because I have been given this gift. I've also embellished my view, by the way, with uh, a couple different layers of curtain. I've got cafe curtains that are laced there. I have some uh, strange curtain I made out of drop cloth. There's a bamboo curtain rod and some bamboo curtain rod holders. There's a um, a Greek eye bead hanging and there's a, a beautiful um, shell piece of art with hanging shells that a friend made for me. So I have this like, oh, and there's a, a crystal <laughs> on a red thread, which is a feng shui idea that um, it's just there. Sometimes it throws, not this time of year, but sometimes it throws rainbows all over the room. So, so anyway, it's this little you know, alter in a way of the way the most alter I have in my life is this view. And, and to me, it really does represent a lot of different things. And I get to look at it a lot and be in contemplation when I'm looking at it. So that's life. Life isn't me getting better or different. Life is me enjoying the moment through uh, the drama that's playing out in on the stage with these cafe curtains parted so I can see the 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 world out there and that's really kind of what I want to get at with this idea about life how to have a life so presence coming out of trying to fix or change or improve um, change is going to happen there is no doubt about that we we change up and down we change sometimes it's sudden sometimes it's it's um, slow and we don't even notice things change, like the gray hair coming in, you know, one, then the next, then the next, and you don't even notice in one day or you have gray hair. You know, it, it's very subtle and slow. So, uh, but it's presence, you know, that's really what I'm talking about is, is being in presence with reality. So the contents of the middle of the day might be a lot of different work or different things, being more present with with experiencing what's here now, maybe doing more handmade life stuff where you're actually making your food and make, I mean, some of you probably make your furniture. If you make music, you know, or if you make art, these are ultimate things of presence where um, artists and musicians know that what you're doing is you are in the present moment and there's no good reason for it. You're not building a house out of it. You're not cleaning the bathroom out of it. You're, you're literally sitting there and, and making music for your soul. And lastly, I'll say that having some gratitude before you slip into sleep for the universe, for the lessons, for all of that. Gratitude for shadow stalkers includes gratitude for the difficulties so that we have um, a wholeness to us. We're not just conditional with good things being good. Um, all things are good and we receive them and receive the, the challenge and take the challenge. And so that's the, that's the capper on life. And beyond that, you know, a lot is going to happen. A lot is going to change. So really the work is in noticing that it's happening when it's happening. 
Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.